Hi, I'm Steve. And I'm Sandy. And we're two Tenderfoot tourists. Every day is a new day. Welcome to episode 115, Airline Seating Civility. Well, today, to recline or not to recline, that is the question. I agree. It's, uh, it's kind of a, a tense situation, which you would think that some sort of decorum would probably take precedence, but it doesn't in this situation, no. apparently. There's been an article that was written about a situation on a plane, and we'll read part of that to you. But basically, long story short, is whether or not you should recline your seats in economy class. Right. Because the airlines are already adding more seats cutting down on the space, and now you have somebody reclining. So that is the Laying question. Laying in your lap. Yes. Ever since that article came out, now the Twitter feeds have just been blowing up over this. People are crazy angry on both sides. Yeah, it is, is just kind of turned in. It's ex- escalated to a... Um, <laughs> A major world event. <laughs> you know what? It kind of, it, almost on the level, is that, that dress blue or is it white? Do you remember that? Remember oh, that? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was like a couple of years ago. And they're saying, no, it's blue. No, it's white. I can't remember. Who cares what color the dress is? But at the same time, I think this one right here, it's to a new level just because of the fact that um, we're on the the topic of etiquette and right. how to treat people with respect. Right. And we've talked before about when we go on our vacations, that's a big goal for us is that everybody we connect with, we treat with respect. They're, they're doing some kind of service for us or they're putting up with us. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> putting up with us is right. But, you know, um, I, I think that, uh, if, okay, boy, how's my voice? You sound awesome. Do I? It <laughs> doesn't so sound like sick. you. It really is Steve, but he's sick. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick. Um, so the, why don't you tell people the, the situation that everybody is in an uproar about? Well, I'll just read this little section. This kind of give you a gen- general idea. Tell us where it's from. Um, from USA Today Travel. Mm-hmm. It says, in a Twitter thread that's still raging a week after the first post was published, the passenger seated in front said she initially accommodated his request not to recline her seat while he was eating. But when he finished his meal, she once again reclined her seat, and that's when the drama began. He was angry. She reclined her seat, and he punched the back of her seat hard nine times. (laughs) Yep. Showed a lot of restraint, didn't he? I want to be on the plane with these two. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And this broke out... um... The end of January, wasn't that? Was that I think like, so. I think so. The, the article the came incident. out in February, but yeah. Yeah. And she started recording him. Exactly. And she didn't really put a lot of uh, kind words about the guy on there. But the thing is, is, as soon as he started, according to the article and what she said, that she he was punching her seat really stinking hard. And then right. the moment she started filming, it was like light tapping. Tap, 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 tap. You know, little thuds. Yeah. Just enough to make you thump. Thump, thump. So, so it would drive you crazy and you put your seat up. Yeah. So I just let everybody know if you want to read this whole article yourself, I'm going to make sure that it's in the description for the podcast. So yes. I might even post it on our Facebook page. It, it's just really <clears throat> interesting to me, though, because I'm sitting here just from neutral standpoint here. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about how they both went so wrong. 
Yeah, I mean, the, I, it's all a manner of being respectful to each other. Before before we even started recording, we read the article and and we we both came to the same conclusion. I think both people are at fault in this situation. Absolutely. Because no one was giving the consideration for the other person's private space or you know what I mean, or, their personal space, I mean, not private personal space. Right, exactly. And I mean <sighs> I haven't flown but what once in our adult lives together. Yeah. Well, twice if you count to and from. Mm. But, I mean, we haven't done a lot of flying. But it was tight. Mm-hmm. It was pretty tight. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I'm, I'm just imagining very long at all on a plane. Right. And it being too tight in front of me at all. But anyway, I, I think about if somebody was laying back in my seat, how upset I'd be. And I think about feeling really claustrophobic, feeling like laying back would help me. So now I'm on the fence on this a little bit. Yeah. But there's more to talk about. Right. Well, is it's kind of because we're talking about the, the, the incident in which it happened was in the economy class uh, section of the plane where they really kind of like stack these people in like you know, lumber, if you will. Oh yeah. And so how did, how, why did you say seats are becoming at this point? I, I was watching some guy. It's a point points guy is what they call him. And, uh, he's a frequent flyer. And he said that like the seats are becoming like on certain flights, 18 inches. Yeah. That's on crazy. the actual seat or maybe the clearance. I'm not sure which one, well, but that's crazy. You know, you and I talked about this off the air and, um, we talked about what they do. If someone like you or I get on, which 18 is not going to make it for us. Not my big fat butt. They remove an arm and they charge you for two seats. Yeah. This yeah. is a ripoff guys. I, I agree. I think the airlines are really digging at us really hard. <laughs> I, I agree. Well, and, and, Okay, so here we are. We're um, we're reading this article, and it all happened. Is she asked? Did he ask her first? Is that how that works? He asked her not to lean back, or did she ask she him? Had, okay, she had her seat leaned back mm-hmm. during his meal. Right, <clears throat> that's a no no. Okay, you, I thought right off the bat you don't do that. I you thought just, she, that's how it started. Okay, you do not lean back though. When somebody's trying to eat, it's okay. rude, right? Okay. Sure. Sure. Like you agree or sure. No, yeah, I yeah, agree Sandy, with you. Say whatever you're going to say. No, 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 no. I agree with you. You don't lean back in somebody's food. And he asked her to set it up and to let him finish his meal. And she did. Didn't she, she did. Okay. So she was respectful of that. Right. Then she put it back down again after he was done. And that's when it ensued. He just started punching, punching, punching the seat. Well, he hit her like her seat like nine times, according to the mm-hmm. so uh, really hard. So that my question is for you, and this is the big debate, um, which I really honestly looking like thinking about it now. It shouldn't be a debate, you know? Should she have said something just like, "Can I lean my seat back now?" I think that would have been the sim- simple answer, right? Um, I think about friends of ours that are like over six foot tall, mm-hmm. 300 pounds, mm-hmm. that little bit of space. I mean, they don't. OK, something we haven't addressed is they don't lean back very far. <laughs> no, well, I think someone said like between two to three inches. Yeah, it's not that, very so. far at all. But when your space is already so limited mm-hmm. and it's at an angle like it is, mm-hmm. it feels like it's really far. Yeah. And when you're a giant of a man sitting there and suddenly there's this person <laughs> leaning back towards you. Yeah. 
it's pretty crowded. It's crowded for anybody, but if you're already a tall person, right, it's going to be rough. Right. Well, and and on top of that, I think we also read in another article where one of the downsides to someone leaning back their seat in an economy class is also the fact that it forces that person behind them to actually lean back as well. Right. So it's a chain a, reaction. Yeah, it's this little domino effect with people getting annoyed because it's like, well, I'm I'm on my laptop. I'm you know I'm. Doing a crossword puzzle. I don't know. Right. Um, but the thing is, um, I, I think that, I think you and I both discussed it and we said that it'd probably be better if they just simply took out that element of the, of the seats. Oh, absolutely. The um, backing, the be able to the lean back. Uh, if the airlines really cared and really wanted to stop the debate, Mm-hmm. Stop the fighting because this is not the first time this has happened. This happens a lot that people get angry at each other on mm-hmm. flights over this stuff. If they really cared about the people flying, they would remove that feature. Right. Exactly. And it's been proven that it's easy to do because there is actually a product out there. Mm-hmm. And I forgot what it's called. Oh, yeah. You want me to look that up? Yes, because it, it, there are people that got into it not that long back. Over the fact that somebody, as soon as they got in, they popped those into the seat in front of them so that the person couldn't recline into their lap. Yeah, exactly. And it made the person that had the seat that couldn't recline angry at the person behind them. <laughs> yeah, airline restrictor of some sort. You know, airlines, airline recliner restricting or whatever. <laughs> Don't guess. You're not getting I better. <laughs> Sorry for my coughing. Legroom wars, uh, the device that stops plane seats from reclining. And what's it called? It is called waiting for the website to pop up. Well, that could take a while. Knee Defender. Yeah. So they have something called the Knee Defender. And like I said, they pop it in on either side of the back of the seat in front of them, and the person is not able to recline their seat. Yeah, it hooks onto the uh, the tray that uh, yep. is t- typically used for your food. So you can't be sitting there eating or using your laptop, and suddenly this chair is leaning back over it. Mm-hmm. So that's... I mean, I think it's a great product, honestly. It is a kind I of a cool product. I think if we were flying, I'd probably say, can we get those? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking to see how much they are. Isn't that funny? Um, and uh, they are $21.95 per pair. So two of them are $21. You know, I, I look at what happened, though, and I sit and I think about our daughter, mm-hmm. if she went on a flight, and I think she wouldn't even be aware She'd have no clue that it was going to be that uncomfortable for the person behind her unless Mm -hmm. it happened to her first. Right. So I think the guy needed to be a little more gentle with how he dealt with the situation. Right. You know, and I also remember hearing that um, the the flight wasn't really all that long anyway. I heard that it was just like a a, a three-hour flight. If he was served food, it was long enough, though. No, that's true. That is true. How many hours do you have to be in? I'm not sure. In flight before they'd actually, you know. Okay, so but as as far as like etiquette goes, go ahead. I'm sorry. What I were you saying before we left? I was going to say something. I was going to say as far as the from the gentleman's perspective, mm-hmm. I know what I would have done. Yeah. From the beginning, when that tr- that seat popped back in my face, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I felt uncomfortable with it. First of all, I would have tried to just suck it up because. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. It is what it is. But then if I couldn't, I just couldn't do it. I would lean forward nicely and said, ma'am, I'm really sorry um, to inconvenience you. Yeah. 
But is there any way you could keep your tray, um, your tray, <laughs> keep your seat in an upright position? I really don't have very much room back here. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, he asked for her to not do it while he ate. Right. That is a very specific part of time. Yeah. The fact that she did it in the first place, I think, was rude. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Especially during his food time. But with him being specific, I have to defend her on that note. Right. If it's true that he said it that way, he should have made it clear. Right. Because she thought once the food was gone, it was okay. Right. Well, as, as like uh, w- one of the th- reasons why she said, I got the impression from the article that the one of the reasons why she leaned back her seat is because she had neck surgery at one point. And she said the punching in the back of the seat later on actually aggravated the... the, the yeah, the, I didn't I, get that impression at all. Yeah. I, what you just said, I totally disagree with. Really? Okay. Yeah, I don't think she um, implied that at all. I think she implied that he re-injured her. He re-injured her. I'm yes, sorry. Not that she was sitting back because she needed it because she had had surgery in the past. She, the only thing I heard was that she was finishing a teacher's conference. Right. And was on her way back home from that. Right. Well, in the article, she did say that she had neck surgery. Yes, right. Okay. But that's when she was claiming she's injured. Right. Well, the thing is, okay, my question is, let's say, let's say, just, just, let's just say that you had neck surgery. One of the things that you'd probably make sure that you have on on the uh, plane with you is a neck pillow, right? Something to help me be more comfortable. Yeah. I mean, that would be something. I mean. I almost had a, almost a year ago, I had my shoulder surgery. And I know now if my arm is going to be uncomfortable in a position to take something extra. When we went in November mm-hmm. for our trip to Panama City, I purposely took a pillow to keep under my arm because if it hangs, it still gets achy right you just have to plan ahead right not in a way that inconveniences everybody else you are correct and you know i think that's what's missing in this world nowadays is that people are more self-centered and they don't really consider okay how many times have i told you whenever i first started driving a truck for a living right one of the things that truck drivers oh i know what you're going to talk about no it well it it started off when I first drive. It's like there was a lot of consideration, you know, for other truck drivers and uh, they looked out for each other and they, you know, I mean, it was, it was, it was a family, if you will. But here in the last, oh, eight years, maybe 10 at the very max. The me first mentality has oh, really taken over. My goodness. I don't know how many times I've been on the phone with you and you, you were just so mad because you were talking to me. I'm telling you, he was talking to me while I was sitting still in line, folks. <laughs> But he was sitting there talking to me because he's waiting to get fuel. Yeah. He's on a time clock. He needs to get fueled and get gone. Right. He's waiting to get fuel behind a truck that is fueled and is empty because the guy decided to go in and have dinner with his truck sitting at the pump. This is no joke. Either. And it happens all the time. Rule of thumb is, is you pull into the station, you fuel up and you pull forward, giving the time for another truck to pull in and refuel. At the same time, while you go inside and pay for your fuel or go to the bathroom and come back out, because by the time he does all that and gets back to his truck, you're done. You're ready to pull forward, thereby giving the person behind you waiting to fuel up to pull into the station and actually fuel their truck. There's no they don't care. I, I can't count how many times I have pulled up to a station. All the lanes are full and there's. They're, they're, they park in there in order to go inside and go to the bathroom. Yep. And the point Not is. Not the fuel. Yeah. The whole point we're making is that 
people need to quit thinking only inside their little box they live in. They need to look outside of it and think, how do I affect those around me? Right. And be considerate. Yeah, I I don't know where the disconnect actually started happening. Do you? I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I don't, but walk through a Walmart. You're trying to push a cart. People run into people they know. They just stand in the middle of the aisle. And, it is so true. And you're Although, like, I'm sorry, excuse me. The aisles are even more narrow nowadays, yeah, aren't they? which makes my point exactly. Yeah. They need to move to a better spot. Yeah. It's inconsiderate behavior, and that's the problem we're dealing with with both sides of this argument today. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's uh, – uh, you know, I, I, um, I, I, just, I like to make people happy. You know what I mean? You know, it kind of makes me happy to make other people feel like they're right. They're important, you know, Uh, but it's it's like people are more focused about like, well, I want to make I'm important. I'm important and you're not. I'm and you should make me happy and you should make me happy. It's this entitlement sort of mentality. It is. And it's one of those things where you just sit back and you go. It would have been so simple, Mm -hmm. literally. Ma'am, would you care not to do that? Or back it up further. Mm-hmm. Sir, I was thinking of reclining my seat. Will that make you uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It could have stopped right there. Real easy. Because he could have said, I'd really rather you don't. Thank you so much for asking. And it could have been over with. Right. Exactly. If she was considered at that point. But mm-hmm. no, um, you know, she didn't think that far. Like I said, maybe it's like with Olivia. I don't think Olivia would have thought that about the fact that there's people behind her. A lot of people don't, and it's not because they're jerks. Right. It's because they're excited they're flying. Well, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You know. It's kind of like, uh, I mean, that could be possibly true, or the reason why she never said, can, or asked why she could, if, if she could move her seat back again, is because she knew that he would say no. Well, I'm not at that place yet. I'm at the place where she should have asked in the first place. Oh, okay. I think that's just considerate behavior on her part, but like, that's the part I'm defending. Yes. That she may not have asked because she may have just thought, oh, I'm on my way home. This is wonderful. Right. Recline my seat. This guy- Recline your seat at all. Right. <laughs> it's very uncomfortable for me. Um, and it might have nixed it there. So that's, so that's a couple of different levels of where this could have stopped at. Right. But he made the mistake of saying, if, if this is true, again, mm-hmm. we're taking her word for it. Right. He made the mistake of saying, while well, I'm eating. Mm-hmm. And that was on his part wrong he should have been more clear he should have been more clear yeah and i don't know how he asked her she did not imply that he was rude when he asked her no no she did so i'm gonna assume he was not right just by from what i saw in the article um right there him asking was a polite thing to do Mm -hmm. he should have just been more clear i agree right so if he would have been more clear it could have ended there if she's a polite person (laughs) i agree uh go ahead but then it didn't because she did exactly what he had said. She put it up till he finished eating. Then she laid it back. At this point, she thought it was okay because he didn't say, can you please not lay the seat back? Yep. I, again, am not defending her for having her seat back. I'm just saying that you got to think of it from that perspective. No, I agree. And when he got angry, he could have handled it better. He could have leaned up and he said, ma'am, I'm so sorry. I should have been more clear. Please don't recline your seat. It's making me feel very claustrophobic back here. It's really crowded. Right. I really appreciate it. And it could have possibly been over again. But no, he sat back there and punched her seat over and over Which again. Is, okay, personally, that's very immature. And a little scary. With the day and age we live in, for someone to be acting that 
violently aggressive than I did it. For someone to be acting that violently aggressive on a closed-in airplane. Yeah, of all places. That's not good. No. And frankly, he should be in trouble over it. Yeah, because in all honesty, in they're both responsible. If there was an escalation, then that they'd be both held responsible for that. Absolutely. That escalation. Absolutely. I I I just think <laughs> I just keep laughing, mm-hmm. and it's not because it's funny. Because if that happened on a flight with me, I would be so upset. Oh yeah. But um, they're both. Totally at fault. Totally at fault. I agree. And now, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You had something to say. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was, I was going to say that being said, if you were flying economy, would you recline your seat? Um, it, I, yes and no. And the reason why I say yes and no, one, if there was somebody behind me, I'd ask for permission. If they say no, then I would not. Right. That's where I see it, too. And I know, shocking, we agree. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we often agree. Yes. But we sometimes don't. No, that's true. I also think it depends on how far you're flying. That is true, too. And if there's a time of rest. Because if if everybody's trying to sleep, mm-hmm. I don't see a problem with leaning back and going, would you mind if I recline my seat? Right. Again, asking. Right. And just go to sleep. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Right. Well, I was going to say, I mean, if you're going to be on a long flight, a long flight, you're going to be on a long flight. If if you're going to be on a long flight, you're going to bring things to prepare yourself for actually going on that long flight, like neck pillow, absolutely, uh, things like that. I mean, that's what I love about if you got the right because you have one that's a neck pillow that's really I have two. really good. I want to point out I have two. Right. I have one that's all mushy that's got the beans, mm-hmm. and then I've got the firm one. The firm one's what you want because you want that support. Otherwise, your neck's just dropping and hanging and lulling, and you're drooling. But inside. I'm telling you, the neck pillow really helps. We actually used them when we went to no, um, Panama City Beach when we went in yeah. November. Jen had one, I had one, and we sent one with the kids. And all it does is uh, prevent your neck from getting a crick yeah. in it. Yeah, and, the... and it does work. Yeah. And you can turn them facing different directions to accommodate for the way is your that, head tries to lean. Is that the one that fastens at the front, too? They do fasten, yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't just fall off while you're sleeping. So what'd you pay for something like that? I, I don't right remember. off the top of your head? Couldn't tell you. I wouldn't think it'd be more than 10 or 12 bucks. Okay. They're pretty cheap. They are. Um, and again, don't get the squishy ones. So that's just because it feels all soft doesn't mean it's a good idea. Right. So <laughs> was this, is this more like a pillow? Is it what you're telling me? It's like a foamy pillow. Is it a foamy pillow? Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't I know. I like it. Because it had some firmness to it. Right. Exactly. You have to have because your head's heavy. <laughs> your head is about eight pounds, right? Isn't yes. that what they say? Oh, well, it depends on who you talk to. That's true. Some people have fatter heads than others, don't they? Case in point. Oh, <laughs> dude. I think what, you know, we talk about this, not to stir up a debate or anything like that, but just to do what we do, which is to draw your attention to things that might happen. So you think you have issues. <laughs> I'm sick. Did you know that? Yes. Okay. But so you can step back and think about, okay, I'm weighing this now. Do I want to drive and yes. lose part of my vacation time at my destination mm-hmm. but have control over my situation and right. who i sit with right or do i want to fly 
mm-hmm. and have who knows death and family or just visiting family yeah. and, and to be aware of those situations because you don't know what everybody has a life of their own. Everybody has something. But the thing is, is that if you respect other people's lives just as much as you respect your own, I, I don't see why we can't. Why can't we all just get along? Why can't we all just get along? Um, but And you really do make a very good point. The difference between if you're going on vacation, the difference between land vacation and going on like a cruise or, or things or going to all inclusive, things like that. Um, one of the big things that people say is like, ah, you know what? I'd rather go on a cruise and I'm going to a terminal that's near me that's drivable. I'm not going on a plane. Yeah, a lot of people say that. Regardless, because one, that's an added expense. Well, and two, you have to put up with other people, which goes contrary to what we're saying is like, get along with other people. And also you have to deal with all the hoops you have to jump through when you're going to fly. That is true. Because you have to have specific size bottles of your shampoo. Yeah. And you... I mean, are limited on how much you can carry on. And you there's so many limitations. You're driving yourself, you throw it in the truck. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or the trunk. You know, it is what it is. Not everybody drives a truck. <laughs> oh, you're going to smack me. <laughs> I can't reach you or I would. No, I don't hit you. Okay. I poke you in the belly. <laughs> That's true. That is, you can't miss that. <laughs> but no, I, what this is, this episode is about. It's an exercise, really. If you think about it, it's an exercise, like an exercise in figuring out, like, where is the moral line when it comes to interacting with other people on an enclosed play, uh, an enclosed in an enclosed area. area. That's the yes. word I was looking for. Yeah. Well, you know, I think about all the different trips we've had and just out of being courteous to others, we've actually met people. And had fun talking to them for a few minutes and stuff. Just because we were nice. Um, I think about when we went to Colorado and we were in, oh, what's it called? Where did we stay? Castle. Castle Rock. Castle Rock. Mm -hmm. Yes, we were in Castle Rock. And we were how we are. When we we meet people, we talk to everybody and we're smiling and we're pleased and thank you. Mm -hmm. Wow, we really appreciate you. We tip. Tip, folks, because I'm telling you, these people work hard. Right. We tip, but we do the courteous thing. And we met all kinds of people that were a lot of fun. And what did we say? If we could move and we were wanting to live in Colorado, we would love to live in Castle Rock. Oh, heck yeah. So people are so nice. Oh, they my go, goodness. Yeah. Oh, you're here from so-and-so? Did you go to this place and look yep. at this place? Did you go here? Oh, if you're in town, eat here. Yeah, they were just Everybody like volunteering was information. super nice. And they were dog-friendly, which made me a happy camper. I wish I could have brought my Marco. I love Colorado. I do, too. I'd love to go back. Now, you know what? This, this I didn't think about it until just now, but this kind of – this podcast the discussion that we're doing right now kind of goes on the heels of episode 113 don't be a terrible tourist yeah that's true you're right so that's- you guys can go back and listen to that one if you'd like yep where we talk about like uh, all kinds of nasty things that tourists have done in the past i look at it this way <clears throat> if i'm taking a flight mm-hmm. and i'm rude i may get bad behavior from people around me and bad care from mm-hmm. the people taking care of me i agree if i'm Getting onto a ship mm-hmm. or I'm going into a hotel, same mm-hmm. thing. Oh, same thing. Yeah, all the so way. why not treat people nicely? Be considerate of what just happened. Oh, it's one to restart my device. Go ahead. Why not just treat people nicely? Be considerate of what they are doing there at that moment. Right. And try to just enjoy it with them. Mm-hmm. 
you yeah. might enjoy life a little more. Well, you know what? And you might make a new friend. Yep. You know, we don't come away with a lot of names, but we come away with a lot of memories. Yeah, we do. I still remember Starbucks in Galveston. We sat and talked with a family there. Oh, yeah, that was great. And um, we've, I mean, I remember when we went to San Antonio mm-hmm. and we talked to all kinds of stramer, strangers. <laughs> we talked to all kinds of strangers there. Um, I remember talking to a man and his child at Walmart. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, oh, oh, oh. Oh, and, oh, oh. And, and when we were down in, where was it? Was it? Where did we go on vacation in Florida a few years back? Just me and you for a couple of days. Pompano Joe's and stuff was there. Oh, it was, uh, um, oh, sorry. <laughs> he did it again. I did. Destin, Florida. Yes. When we were down in Destin, we went to that little restaurant that was a mm-hmm. hole in the wall off the, mm-hmm. you know, you had to go in a little bit. And it was the one that had picnic tables and you waited, um, mm-hmm. standing until there was an opening and we let people Stoobies. sit. Yes, and we let people sit with us and yes. we talk to them. It Stubies was the great greatest experience. It was. It was. You had that little girl and her dad mm-hmm. sitting there, and we just gave them a place to sit right next to yep. us so they could eat. You know, if we spent more time trying to get to know each other and just laugh and have fun together, we'd have a lot better time. You know what? We all live in this world together. Might as well make the best of it, right? That's right. Yeah. I'm stuck with you. <laughs> wow. I'm just going to let you know I'm happy to be stuck with I'm you. I'm happy to be stuck with you, too. 25 <laughs> years last December, and I'm wow. proud. Yeah. I know. Feels like forever and feels like just yesterday. So I, I feel, I've known you all my life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the forever is not a bad thing. No, it's not. I, I always say it's really funny how I can feel like I've never been without you. Uh-huh. But I feel like we haven't been together very long. It's kind of funny like it, that. It, it's kind of funny if you think about it because, you know, how often have you and I discussed that uh, you have these couples who say it's like, I need to get away from my wife. I need to get yeah, away boy, from my Boy, I'm husband. glad he's going back to work. Yeah. And I I'm don't like, get that. We, I want to spend every waking <laughs> moment with you. Yeah, we're kind of weird like that, I guess. Yeah. Be weird like us. Be weird. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, join the weirdness. But anyway, you know what? I think that wraps up a wonderful episode. I hope we, I, I, I don't know. What, what is the end goal? What is the end game of this? Just think through your decision, whether you think you should fly. Yeah. And don't, be nice. Don't presume the other person has ill will towards you. You know, right. that's a, don't presume that automatically. Assume the better. Right. Just be nice. Be nice. Be nice. (laughs) And it's sad that as that's turned into some sort of crazy, angry debate. Yeah, and this will probably go on for weeks. And it's silly and ridiculous that this is is important right now. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? Everybody's temper gets the best of them. But you know what? It should be less than more. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I understand you're having a bad day. I have them too. But you know what? There's nothing like someone having a friendly smiles that make the day seem better than they were before. Absolutely. So, um, you know what? I think this was another great episode. Of course it was. <laughs> Excellent episode. Um, listen, uh, <coughs> thank you everyone for listening to episode number... 115, Airline Seating Civility. Two Tenderfoot Tourist is a friendly family podcast. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Heart Radio, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify, just to name a few. To get in touch with us and chat about this podcast or even your travel experiences, simply email us at tenderfoottourist at gmail.com. 
or follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to check out our website at twotenderfoottourist.com. That's T-W-O tenderfoottourist.com. I'm Steve. And I'm Sandy. Until next time. Stay tender. Stay tender.